Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Steven Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to downtown Detroit in Comerica Park where the A's, after a 17-3 drubbing of the Tigers opening up the series on Thursday, were hoping they could keep it going against the Tigers in Game 2. They were giving the baseball to Frankie Montas. Frankie winless in his last three starts. But an ERA in the league's top 10 at 2.78, opposed by Daniel Norris, who has been... And in a, uh, kind of an inconsistent, still talented left-hander going for the uh, Tigers. The Tigers had lost four in a row. They had not had the lead at any point in that losing streak. The A's are trying to win back-to-back games, try to get themselves moving back toward the 500 mark after dropping the first two games of the road trip in Seattle. And everything came together again for the Athletics. They win their 14th in a row against the Tigers. Frankie Montas was spectacular, certainly his best performance in the big leagues, 10 strikeouts, no walks, one out away from a complete game, the first in the big leagues. But uh, future Hall of Famer Miguel Cabrera chased him with a two-out RBI double. Cabrera had two of the four hits allowed tonight by Montas. He scored the first run, ending the perfect game in the fifth, and he uh, chased Frankie in the ninth with a two-out RBI double, bringing home Gordon Beckham, who began the inning, the ninth inning, with a single, but what a night for Frankie Montas. And really, you weren't sure what was going to happen for the Athletics. They didn't score in the first three innings against Daniel Norris, and yet they got it going, scored without a home run in the fourth inning, and then used the long ball off the bat of Marcana in the fifth. A powerful three-run blow from Chad Pinder in the sixth inning. That chased Norris, and then the story was going to be how far could Montas go, how good of a night would he have against a rebuilding a rebuilding. Tigers ball club and 10 strikeouts, no walks. He's walked one batter in his last three starts combined. This is a guy in Frankie Montas that was all about the radar gun, trying to reach triple digits as often as possible, not necessarily knowing where the ball was going to go or how to pitch to hitters. And he has come so far in that regard as he's become more of a pitcher. He used the split late tonight, fastball, slider, split combination. The A's scored in a Four different innings. They got RBIs from four different players. And again, for the Athletics facing a team they should have success against, and they did it again tonight, winning by a 7-2 final. They'll turn to Daniel Migden tomorrow, third game of the series on Saturday, against Matthew Boyd, another lefty, going for the Tigers. So the A's win at 7-2. We'll 
I guess run through a few of uh, the great moments from tonight's game as we return with Alex Jensen after this on A's Clubhouse. The constant energy, the tight turns and bustle of the city. Some survive it, others were made to conquer it. The first ever Lexus UX and UX F-Sport crossovers, crafted for the new frontier. UX, starting at 32000 See your Northern California Lexus dealer. MSRP excludes delivery, processing, and handling fee of $1,025, which may be subject to change at any time. Excludes taxes, title, license, and optional equipment. Dealer price will vary. From Hawkins, Indiana to Oakland, California, Friday, June 14th is going to be turned upside down in the Bay Area with the debut of Netflix Stranger Things Fireworks at the Coliseum in Oakland. That's right, Friday the 14th, the boys of summer host a strange night full of 80s music and childhood memories. So grab your acid-washed jeans and your tickets because one summer fireworks show can change everything. Visit athletics.com slash fireworks. That's athletics.com slash fireworks. Man, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Alex Jensen with you here on A's Clubhouse. Frankie Montas, eight and two-thirds innings, ten strikeouts as we welcome in Vince Catronio, still with us from Comerica Park. I mean, one story tonight, Vinny. Listen, the offense is is starting to come around, but Frankie Montas, man, you said it late in the game. He has arrived. He has, and, you know, he came to spring training believing that he was going to be in the rotation. There was no guarantee that was – going to be the case. You know, he was up and down last year and certainly out of the bullpen the year before that was less than stellar, but he, he kind of used the splitter, a new pitch that he began to incorporate late last year. And I, I think you just you just saw a confident kid, a kid that wanted to throw strikes, wanted to be in the strike zone, wanted early contact, you know, to go along with, you know, electric stuff at, at 95 to, to 98. And he was throwing 96 in the ninth inning tonight. So, it's a great story. He's a great kid. He's always got a big smile on his face. He's a big, strong guy, not afraid to pitch inside. He's got a chance to, to, you know, to be a, a very important member of the A's rotation for an extended period of time. And I know the Tigers are rebuilding, but he's had good games against teams like the Astros and others. This is the kind of game where if, if, you're, if you're thinking about a pitcher at a certain level, they should do much of what Frankie did tonight against the Tigers. And I think that's, that's how you speak about Frankie now in those kind of those kind of uh, terms because he's facing a rebuilding team if he's who he thinks he can be he has to dominate and he did that tonight and you mentioned it it, ha- it is a great story this guy was out of options going into spring training I mean when spring training started Vinny there, there, there were some question marks about what would happen with Frankie Montas he has a good spring joins the club and here we are now well I mean he, he has the arm that that certainly grabs your attention and that's why Several clubs have traded for him, including the Athletics. Uh, the, the Athletics are his fourth organization. You're hoping, whether you were the, f- the first team to have him, or in this case the A's, the fourth team, that you were the one that was going to see it come together because you knew there was you know, this giant mold of clay that you just really wanted to work with and, and, and make it what you wanted it to be. Didn't work you know, for the Red Sox. Didn't work for the White Sox. Didn't work for the Dodgers. And it took some time to work with the athletics. And you know, this, is a, this is a kid that we're watching mature. You know, he's 26 now. This, you know, he said back in spring training, Alex, look, this is my fourth big league camp. You know, I'm not, I'm not intimidated about spring training or my out-of-options scenario. I believe now that I can pitch. I believe I belong in the big leagues. I believe I belong in a rotation. And all those things are true. 
All right, well, let's get to the highlights here as uh, Frankie Montas went 12 up and 12 down, but the A's got on the board with some hustle. Matt Olson busting it down the first baseline on a ground ball on the infield. That put the A's in front. Lefty on lefty. Curveball, ground ball hit to second base. They're going to get the out at second. And will they get it at first? No, and the run will score. So a good job by Matt Olson booking it down the line. Piscotty will be out at second, but Matt Chapman will score, and the Athletics take the one nothing lead. You know, Josh Fagley said yesterday this team came in with a chip on its shoulder into the first game of this four-game series, Vinny, and, and right there you see the effort from the first baseman. Well, you're, you're looking for things that kind of divide teams. Yesterday, the Tigers just didn't play very good baseball. You know, They didn't pitch very well. They certainly didn't defend very well. The A's played clean baseball yesterday, and part of that is not just defensively, but doing the right things on the bases, and you know that's an example of it. Matt Olson, not known for his speed, but knows if he can get up the line instead of the double play, that it's an RBI for him, and it's a run for the Athletics. So it's you know it's a true connection between the chain of of the players in the offense, and that is a I think it's a significant step in the right direction. Well, the first of three ball games for the A's uh, to finish this series in Detroit against left-handed pitching that means a lot of Mark Canna, and Mark Canna introduced himself to the Detroit crowd in the fifth. 1-0 pitch. Sky toward right. Castellanos back to the track. He's at the wall. It carries. It goes out. Mark Canna lifts it into some kind of jet stream to right. Sails it over Castellanos, over the wall, into the seats, and the A's now lead a 3 to nothing. His fifth home run, and RBIs 8-9 and nine on the year. We were watching that game on TV, Vinny, here in the studio, and I, I would like off the bat, I was shocked that carried out. You're not alone. <laughs> I was watching it from behind home plate, and I thought it was a relatively routine play for Castellanos. I'm pretty sure he did too, and Mark Cannon's going to visit with, with Townie in a, in a few minutes. I'm, I'm curious to hear what he thought about the ball off the bat as well. I mean, it was a center cut pitch. He definitely got some backspin and some lift on it, but then maybe the conditions helped him a little bit. And certainly the A's were, were not looking back after that. So Frankie Montas, 12 up and 12 down. He had a perfect game going into the fifth. And, uh, well, one of the best hitters of, of the generation, really, of the last decade, 20 years, Miguel Cabrera, he broke it up. Frankie turns his first pitch in the bottom of the fifth. is lined to left, and that's a clean base hit. He gets past Pinder, takes it on the track, fires in towards second, and Cabrera's there with the double. And so Cabrera ends... The run of perfection by Montas with his seventh double of the year as he turned on a pitch down and in and right to the barrel and one of uh, the all-time great right-hand batters, certainly of this generation, and continuing to have success against the A's, a 328 lifetime hitter against Oakland. Now, Harrison would go on to drive Cabrera in, Vinny, but I thought the fifth inning for Frankie Montas was an example of how far he's come. If you remember that game back in Fenway Park when he admitted that you know a couple of errors kind of got to him, the wheels kind of fell off, and here he was able to limit the Tigers to one run. That's true, and then you know in, in that game he was ahead of Christian Vasquez 0-2. Then he got a little too cute with him, gave him too much credit as an eight batter. Eventually walked, and that was you know a, an under the radar part of the success that the Red Sox had in that inning that didn't have to happen. He hits Lugo in the inning, and then, you know, in the span of three pitches, he gets two ground balls from Hicks and Jones, and, you know, and, and away he goes. And, you know, again, there's another great play in that inning by Matt Chapman. He saved the run on a smash up the third baseline, was headed toward the left field corner. He dives and gets to it, and sure. at least for the moment, held Cabrera at second base. And that just, I mean, when, I mean, Frankie Montas now is a guy you talk about, even though he had 10 strikeouts, uh, 
the ball's put in play, and the A's defense shined again. And you're right, though. There's, there's that maturing factor of learning lessons from previous games and, and not allowing those things to fester, and that was a good point there. So in the sixth, the A's did it again uh, for the second straight day, Vinny. They added on as Matt Olson and Chris Davis had back-to-back singles in that sixth, and the A's took advantage of another miscue defensively by the Tigers. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Fastball drilled in the center field. That's a hit. Davis up to second, and it's booted by Jacoby Jones. It goes past him all the way to the base of the wall. That will allow Davis to score. Over to third base is Olson. He'll stop there. It's a single, no RBI, a two-base error, and the A's now lead it 4-1. to one. Got to take advantage of those miscues, right, Vinny? I mean, you got you have to take advantage of a team when they're not playing very well. Keys of the game tonight from Chris Townsend in the first inning about play your game and then don't beat yourself, which is something the Tigers did to themselves yesterday, and they did it again. I mean, it, was, it wasn't the key play of the game, but it's also a reminder of, of the work ahead for the Tigers. Well, another guy in there against left-handed pitching is Chad Pinder, and he showed off some impressive power uh, as, as the very next hitter. A swing and a long drive by Pinder. Deep left center field toward the wall. Jacoby gives chase, and he can't get it. It's into the shrubbery for a long ball. Chad Pinder unloads his fourth home run of the year. It comes with Olsen aboard, and the A's have put another crooked number up there, and they do it with the home run. And the A's now lead it 6-1. to one. Guy can really hit Vinny, especially against lefties. He's got a lot of power. You know, we talk about Chris Davis power, Matt Olsen power. Chad Pinder's right there with them, and he was down in the count, got it back to a full count, got a hanging curveball, and, uh, you know, he sent Daniel Norris to the showers, and the one thing Bob Melvin is looking for, he wants to have a consistent lineup against left-handed pitching and a consistent lineup against right-handed pitching. Certainly, Chad Pinner is going to get every opportunity, at least against lefties and some against righties as well. All right, so tomorrow, Vinny, it's it's Daniel Mingdon for the A's against a very good young left-hander in Matthew Boyd, so the same lineup, I presume, will be out there for Bob Melvin. Mingdon was kind of up and down in his first start, got through a rocky first inning, but he's looking to continue this run of good starting pitching from Oakland, and they've got a rested bullpen. They do, and, I mean, Daniel had some success for the A's in the past, and I think he wants to find himself with this opportunity, much like Chris Bassett did, that uh, it's not something he wants to give back. So if he performs well and, and continues to pitch well as Aaron Brooks has been moved to the bullpen, you know, it's a chance for him to continue to pour the cement and and get the foundation to keep him in the rotation long-term here, at least in the first half. Vinny, thanks for the time. Enjoy your evening in Detroit. Okay. Thank you, Alex. So the A's beat the Tigers 7-2 to as we continue on with A's Clubhouse. I want to hear from you, 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Uh, we'll have some sound from the Clubhouse a little bit later on, and we'll continue on here on the A's Radio Network. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday, and in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. 
How can you compete? You need some help from Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanFrancisco.com. SurroundSanFrancisco.com. Connecting you with new customers. Chris Townsend with you here on A's Clubhouse Show with Mark Hanna for a great win and uh, two back-to-back really strong games for you guys offensively. Yeah, yeah, we uh, brought the poles to Detroit. And then I think about your home run tonight in opposite field. How the heck does that feel to go oppo, Jack? Uh, it feels good. I, I haven't done that in a while. It feels like a while anyway, and um, it's always a good indicator that you're swinging the bat pretty well, so... Good, good sign. It's kind of a, a thing that lets me know to keep working on what I'm working on. So. You know, we we went into this series, you know, as being broadcasters talking about how big the ballpark is. This is a great pitcher's park. And you guys have really made this ballpark look small. I just talk about just kind of the lineup getting hitting its stride right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, um, I think when we put together good at-bats and have good approaches, um, you know, we, we hit homers, and, um, you know, it, it comes from having that good approach first, and it, it kind of just comes as a result of that. I don't think it comes from trying to hit home runs. It's just uh, kind of the type of guys we have is, is when they're swinging the ball well, we're, we're hitting homers. <laughs> as the bullpen guys have just come in. You talk about this center field and how big it is. is is it very similar to playing center field in oakland um it's different because it's bigger than oakland um the gaps are bigger as a result um and so you, you just play a little deeper it's you know it's hard to hit it out there anyway so um you just got to kind of keep that in mind when you're playing it's it's kind of a something that stays in the back of your head but i don't think you you overplay and play too deep play too deep or too shallow or anything just kind of little normal. And you got to sit there in center field and you get a great view of what Frankie Montas was doing tonight. He's just got really, really special stuff. What did you see from your center field angle? Um, you know, he was just hitting his spots, um, throwing a lot of strikes, getting ahead of guys. And, you know, he when he does that, his stuff's obviously good. So I think he doesn't have to try to be extra nasty on any particular day. I think if he just locates and commands his pitches like he did he had command of three pitches tonight um you know that's all he has to do it's it's easier said than done but he he did it really well tonight and you know he was a strike thrower so that was that was nice it's always good to play it's always good to play behind a guy when he's throwing like that Let's end on this. He's 5-2, and two, and I said this tonight on the broadcast. I'm starting to get the feeling that when I see his name, it's win day. Are you guys in the clubhouse starting to feel that way? Absolutely. I think our whole rotation is like that, actually. Um, you know, it, it, I think all of our guys have – we expect to win every day, and uh, whether it's fires or, or anybody. So um, – yeah, Frankie especially has been, been pitching really well. I think he's just got to stay in that zone as a young pitcher. Is just keep doing what you're doing and stay even keeled and just keep uh, grinding away, and he's going to like where he's at. Great stuff today. We appreciate the time, and good luck tomorrow. All right, thanks. Let's send it back to Alex Jensen in the studios. 
All right, before we continue, let's pause 10 seconds. Station identification along the Oakland A's radio network. 860 AM, The Answer. KTRB, San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. All right, two straight for the A's to start this four-game series against Detroit. And you, you look at this line score, one in the fourth. And again, you love to see this team add on. And you go back to the second when the A's got a runner on third base. And Chris Davis and one out, and Pinder grounds out to third. And, you know, maybe a week ago, you know, the A's go quietly the rest of the ball game. So it was nice to see that resiliency from this offense. That stood out to me as early in the game. You know, you don't get that run home with one out. But the A's were able to respond. One in the fourth, two in the fifth, and then they responded to a run in the bottom of the fifth from Detroit with three in the sixth. All right, let's go out to Jesse. Let's go out to the phones. Jesse in Pleasant Hill. We want to talk about Frankie Montas. What's up, Jesse? Hey, uh, just, you know, looking up Frankie Montas's uh, information on the Internet, he is under team control for through the year 2023 because, uh, you know, he was up and down in the minors. He hasn't, he hasn't really accrued that much service time. So, and he's the exact same age as Matt Chapman. Um, if this guy is really developing his arsenal to the point where he's got three or four pitches, like you know, four-seam in the high 90s, good two-seam fastball, uh, the splitter and the slider. That's you know basically uh, four pitches right there. And he's only 26, and the A's have him under team control. He's basically somebody the A's fans should be getting excited about because of his age, because of his potential. I mean, we should be just as excited about Frankie Montas as we are about A.J. Puck or Jesus Lazardo. I mean, he's that kind of um, arm, and he's right-handed, so he's a perfect complement to the lefties that the A's are expecting to come back later this year. That's a great point. I mean, earliest this guy will reach arbitration as well as 2021. So, I mean, you look at the, the organizations that Frankie Montas has pitched for already. You know, he, he's been with the Red Sox, he's been with the White Sox, with the Dodgers. I mean, are you telling me that those three clubs are looking at what he's doing right now and not saying what if? I mean, this is a guy that was in the top 100 prospects at some point in his minor league career, if I'm remembering correctly. So he's finally realizing his potential. That's a, a great point by you, Jesse. I mean, this guy's the same age as Matt Chapman. I mean, it feels like he's been around forever. Well, and you know what? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to just make the point about Chris Bassett. You know, I, I think he's a little bit older, 28, he, 29. He's somewhere. 30. Oh, he's 30. Okay. Yeah. But still, it's a young 30 because he hasn't pitched that much. Sure. He, yep. missed a, he missed a bunch of years with injury. And, again, under team control for several more years. And you look at the way he's pitching. Um, his fastball in 94-95, that really good curveball. He's, th- he's also, since he came to the A's, Started throwing a two-seamer. And so he's got some variation in his arsenal. Well, these I, are the types of, Go ahead. Pardon me. Well, I was just going to say, these are the types of arms that you want to be able to stockpile. And then when you add that to a Jarrell Cotton, A.J. Puck, Jesus Lazardo, Dalton Jeffries is already pitching in double-A right now. Uh, you've got James Caprillion, the kid we got. Uh, along with Dexter Fowler and Jorge Mateo. He's going tomorrow for Stockton. Um, Parker Dunshee, uh, Brian Howard. There's going to be so much pitching over the next year or two ready to come up. 
and some of that you're going to use, some of that you can trade, and I love it. That stockpiling pitching is the best. It's the, like the best commodity in baseball is, is good pitching. And you look back at when the A's were were contenders. I mean, that's that's what carried them. You think about the big three, you know, early in the 2000s. You know, you fast forward to that 06 team. Esteban Loaiza had a great year. Barry Zito had a great year. I'm sure I'm missing a couple other guys there. But back to your point about, you know, Bassett and Montas. And I heard a quote from Chris Bassett. Uh, you know, and those around Chris Bassett, Bob Melvin, Josh Fagley, when he was coming back from Tommy John and pitching in the minor leagues, you know, he was throwing 91, 92, and he had to learn how to pitch. He had to learn how to pitch and get guys out yeah. without without that 96, 97, and then the 96, 97 comes back, and all of a sudden you've kind of got the best of both worlds. We saw that same maturity process out of Frankie Montas over the last month. You know, we mentioned it with Vinny. I mean, do you remember that game back in at Fenway Park? Oh yeah! Uh, back in April, you know, the, a couple of errors get to Frankie Montas, and all of a sudden, you know, the inning falls apart. I think he gave up seven runs in that game, but only one was earned. I mean, that very well could have happened when he lost his perfect game in the fifth. And, and you know, you get the great play by Matt Chapman in there, but for him to settle down, you know, after that inning, after getting the great play, and he retired. Let me see here. He retired the next nine. He retired the next nine after that. Pardon me, eleven. If you if you include the fifth inning. So you go, you know, a double to break up the perfect game in the fifth, then the play by Chapman, then an RBI double by Josh Harrison, and then he hits Lugo. And I think that hit by pitch is kind of a shade of the old Frankie Montas. Then he gets a ground ball to short and another fielder's choice. So, you know, that right there, that kind of shows you the maturity that he's going through. And when you combine the maturity with the arm that he already has, I mean, you're looking at a guy that you can build around. And he's only going to get better. I mean, the Boston game, that. Sure, the, I think it was um, kind of the second base. Profar made like a an error, and then I want to say the first baseman made an error. Uh, Kendry's Morales at that time, but it was charged to Montas. And I remember feeling like, oh, and Loriano misjudged the ball in center field. Wheels fell off. Frankie, he, he had to get six outs in that inning. Really, yeah. he had to get six outs, and it's Boston, and it's that lineup. I didn't blame him at all for that game. I felt like. That game, he really he got six outs in two in one inning right there. He pitched two innings in one inning, and the defense just totally let him down. I didn't think he melted down at all. I I just felt like everything went against him. But um, I take to your point, he showed a lot of maturity tonight. There was a lot of potential triggers for things to go wrong, and he didn't let that happen. And so, if, if Ace fans should just be thrilled with what they're seeing from Bassett and um, and. Uh, and Montas right now. Yeah, without question. Thanks for the call, Jesse. Uh, I mean, he's absolutely right. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of reason to be excited when you watch these last two starts. Now, can the A's keep it going? You know, Daniel Mingdon's been a little inconsistent in his time in the big leagues. The stuff's there. We we saw a complete game shutout. Was that a couple years ago in Houston? Uh, so we know the talent's there for Daniel Mingdon. I mean, he's a fourth round pick. He was a fourth round pick, and he came back in the in the Casimir deal. So you you think about and, and Jarrell Cotton's going tonight for Stockton, as Jesse said. You know James Caprillion is going tomorrow. So there's you know AJ Puck, Jesus Lazardo, the A's top two prospects are on the verge of coming back. So there's a lot of pitching coming up, you know through the pipeline. And then when you think about got the the strides that guys like Bassett and Montas have made, some reason to be excited for the future on the mound. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more A's Clubhouse here on the A's Radio Network. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmers market goers. 
outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. It's Nurses Night at the Ballpark on Tuesday, May 28th, as the A's take on the Angels at 7.07 p.m. There's no better place to celebrate heroes like nurses than in Hero Town itself. Each special ticket includes an exclusive Nurses Night fanny pack. Yes, that's right, a fanny pack. Tickets start as low as $26. Grab your tickets for Nurses Night at athletics.com slash nurses. That's athletics.com slash nurses. Alex Jensen back with you on A's Clubhouse after the A's beat the Tigers 7-2, two, two straight in the Motor City, and the A's are now 2-2 two and two on this road trip. A lot of talk about Frankie Montas, and rightfully so, but you look at the middle of this A's lineup today, and over the last two days, the A's have combined for 25 hits. So an offense that was struggling, they're starting to get back on track now. Another three-hit day for Chris Davis. His average is all the way back up to 250. And, you know, I mean, the guy sitting on the broadcast doesn't look like he's maybe all the way back from that hip injury. He's sustained in Pittsburgh. But he's doing, I mean, even without the power that he normally has, three hits, he scores a run, he drove in a run. You know, he's contributing. And Steven Piscotty's another guy that's starting to heat up. A five game hitting streak now for Steven. I mean, this is an offense that really took off when Piscotty gave them that length. You remember from, I think it was the middle of June on, I mean, Piscotty was a monster. You know, he's one of the better right fielders in, in Major League Baseball from the middle of June through the end of the season. And he, I mean, the left-handed lineup, like we said, Pinder with a long home run. Canna uh, went deep. So, you know, this lineup's starting to come around now. And again, I go back to that, was it the second inning when Chris Davis won one out, was on third base with one out and the A's couldn't get him home? I mean, that, you know, maybe a couple weeks ago, they, you know, they're quiet the rest of the ball game. But resilient group. You know, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, and three in the sixth. So... You get the great start from Frankie Montas. The bullpen gets rested an extra day, and you know maybe this lineup is starting to break out of this funk they've been in for a couple weeks. All right, let's get to our next game preview. It's brought to you by the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport, and tomorrow it'll be a one uh, uh, one ten. Pardon me, first pitch from Comerica Park. Daniel Mingden will make his second start in the big leagues this season. He went five and a third, giving up four runs against the Indians on Sunday in the final game of the homestand. And Matthew Boyd, a left-hander, a young left-hander, has been pretty good for the Tigers. He's 4-3 and three with a 3-1-5 ERA. It'll be the A's' first time seeing him uh, since 2016. And uh, MLB.com's calling him the Tigers' ace. So should be a good matchup tomorrow. Daniel Mingdon and Matthew Boyd will have a pregame for you. We'll actually be live at the Greek, uh, the Greek Festival in Oakland tomorrow at the Greek Orthodox Church. In, uh, in the Oakland Hills, right below the, the Mormon Temple, if you're familiar. But I will be live there. I believe Stomper will be there. A bunch of people from the A's will be there. So come on out, see us. I know the weather might be a little nasty, but should be a lot of fun out there. And they'll have beers, they'll have food. You know, it'll be a great time. So come on out and see me That's uh, at the Greek Orthodox Church in Oakland for the, uh, for the Greek Festival. I'll be live there. It'll be a 12.05 pregame start with A's total access. And uh, the A's, listen, they're going for three in a row. They are going for three in a row tomorrow. So remember, the next time you're coming coming in from out of town for an A's game, check out our friends at the Holiday Inn 
Oakland Airport, where uh, A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms, and all baseball fans are welcome. So again, a 12.05 A's Total Access start for a 110 first pitch. And uh, we will talk to you then. A's win their second in a row, 7-2 over the Detroit Tigers. Thanks for listening, and we will talk with you tomorrow at 12.05. Good night, everybody. In the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.